too. Is there any meaning or reason for change if you don't like Christianity slash religion anyways? So, like, why tear down the ideas? Why not just reject it? Just saying, like, I'm aware that I can be wrong anytime, so nothing I say is absolute or I think is absolute even. Right. But I would assume that a lot of people who are, who have, like, a serious negative connotation of religion in any form have a good reason for that from their past, it being pushed on them or whatever the situation. Do you think the Christian, like, the Christian path is something, not Christian path? that Jesus is something, someone that you would want to reject or accept, understanding, kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, it's hard to put myself in those shoes, but, like, I would think that I would want to have a clear understanding on what it is before right. I completely decide this is something that would not add to my life. It would right. create bad emotions or feelings or whatever, like... I would have to know in my head, I'd have to see for myself that it is something I do not want a part of before I could just cut it out because, but again, that's just right. and how that's... my mind processes things. But I mean, I, if you, like, I could imagine growing up, if you grew up completely outside of religion in any form, or at least Christianity in this case, I mean, like, you hear, you can hear the stories, but like, if you have nothing to base other than your friend telling you that a guy was swallowed by a whale and then live to tell the tale, like, that rhymed. Um, <laughs> like, if that was, like, the type of stuff I was hearing, I'd be like, what right. are you smoking? Like, yeah. that's crazy. And, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I could latch onto that if I wasn't raised in the household I was. Right. And, like, that's why deconstruction is so important, because you want to understand what you have if you're going to reject it. Like, I think people that de are deconstructing are deciding, are on the road to either rejecting it or accepting it with more love and more compassion, you know? Because mm -hmm. there's, like, you you know how there are, like, I, I don't know if, like, you experience this, but there are Christians and then there are real Christians. Yeah. Or, like, extreme Christians. Yeah. And, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> like, there needs to be a whole other group of, like, reformed Christians, too, mm -hmm. of people that have gone through the fire, yeah. that love people unconditionally, that will accept people, like, like wherever they are, and that will actually be Jesus. Yeah. I think it can be a very traumatizing thing yeah. to make that decision. Well, like, yeah, I know it, it is. is. Yeah. It is a very traumatizing <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> um, but, and, like, I think it's great that there's people that don't go through that same path because they grew up, assumably because they grew up with a clearer understanding, and mm -hmm. so they don't have to do all the backtracking, but I don't think that, on the other hand, it's, I think for some people it is a healthy step mm -hmm. to growing a stronger faith or reconciling that it's not for you for whatever like that reason is so we kind of talked about it but like deconstruction and the way it's affecting our interactions with other people i mean you kind of touched on it already well like so like i have in the last couple years um <laughs> i've become more of an open person i kind of grew up a lot more Definitely not quiet, but more um, <laughs> just like silent about like any sort of real conversation just right. because I had been through so much and I just had a lack of understanding of almost everything it felt like versus now like I don't even know if I have more of an understanding of everything, but I'm willing to accept that and I'm willing to talk about it. And I like talking to people about this, especially people who may have a different Right. Especially when people have different opinions or maybe are on the other side, just to get different perspective and thing. But I don't... I've had conversations where I could feel the urge in the other person to... I don't want to say run away, but like... They didn't like where the conversation was going right. because it didn't align. 
And so it felt like Douglas sounds crazy. I don't want to have this conversation. He's going in a very bad direction. He's lost. He's confused, which maybe those things I, the, I am those things maybe, but I'm choosing to trust that there's more to life than just being confused every single day and having people just tell you that you're not trusting God enough. Yeah. Or that you need to meditate oh. on the word of God <laughs> or whatever. Like these things that I was taught as a kid that just not saying they don't make sense or they're not important things. But when like they don't make sense and they're not important when you're 13, 14, 15 years old and you don't understand anything in the first place. Telling someone, we'll just go read the Bible and pray to God. Like that's not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it's put me yeah well that's a good one what is truth and how do we define it yeah because like it's so like it's so pointed especially Mm -hmm. at the absolute truth yeah uh argument i don't know what would you consider a truth personally i i guess just to break down like well like mini breakdown not break down the whole thing but like what I see is truth versus not truth in the Bible. I believe that Jesus was a man and that God sent him here to show us what it means to be a Christian. Right. The, to like, live. Once again, the red right. te- like basically yeah. read the red text if you don't understand what I'm saying. And that he died for our sins. I, I believe that. I don't know if I believe that the creation story happened or Noah's Ark happened. And I'm not, again, not saying it didn't, not even saying I believe it didn't. Like, I just don't, I still don't know. I don't know, but I think that whether they were actual events or just stories, I think that the message you find in all the stories like this have a greater meaning to the point where it doesn't, like, it shouldn't even matter whether the story was real or not, as long as we are getting the point. I think that there are absolute truths. I don't think that the Bible has, um, I don't think that the Bible is absolute truth. Mm. Um, I think a lot of it is stories or myth or like, just tales that you tell kids so that they're good, yes. you know, or tales that you tell kids to know their place in the world, you know, yeah, or just people in general. Um, I don't necessarily think it's 100% all of it's historical. There's absolute truth, right? Like natural things that happen, mm. like light and is constant. That's truth that we are on earth, a sphere in the solar system, that there is space. Mm. Like that's like truth, like yeah. science. There are, sci- there is science that is truth. Now theories and stuff like that, like can't be proven wrong. And those things that can be proven wrong in any sense is not truth. Mm. So like if people are like, like I need truth to be 100%. Like, you can't argue what's right in front of you, you know? Like, truth is that Rosie's here, that she's alive and she's a being, that she has feelings, and that she can feel things and she likes eating. Yeah. Like, that's truth. Like, I think that, that that's that. And I think it's person to person. So when people say it's my truth, like... Mm-hmm. It's a very postmodern like thing to think, but it's if you don't believe in the Bible, absolute truth is not the Bible, you mm-hmm. know. So why is there even a question of like I'm going to push my truth onto you? Yeah. Or what I think is absolute truth onto you because it's not universal. Yeah. It can be absolute to you that's fine if you want it to be that's your choice but it's not absolutely true for me yeah you know i don't know if i believe in creation or anything it's just what it is it's a story that helps us and helps our uh 
living day to day a little bit more hopeful, a little bit more like tolerable sometimes. Yeah. And that's what it is. What is the path that you see yourself on? Christianity is something I still am pursuing. I think <laughs> I could say I consider myself a Christian. I probably don't I probably don't align in a way that a lot of Christians would agree that I'm a Christian, but right. I still believe like I said, like already, like I just I'm a confused Christian. Right. And I'm just I'm trying to seek out whatever truth brings me the most peace and it's not about whatever makes it's not even about like happiness because it's right. not about finding what I like and choosing that it's about whatever resonates the most truthful with me right. and whatever I don't feel whatever doesn't give me that gut feeling of not trusting it like yeah. you know what I'm saying like whenever I don't know there's just there's so many topics to branch off on yeah. but like okay like back to homosexuality when yeah. we were talking about that as teenagers, that was something that just, it never resonated right with me, even when I outwardly agreed with it or right. whatnot. Like, it's not something that ever felt right to believe in. And I'm seeking out a clear understanding mm-hmm. of the Bible for myself. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, so I'm trying to find a more universal view that agrees with me and my perspective on life because I don't want to I think I'd rather have an all-inclusive whole view of the earth and its spiritual connection to God than just have one of those sections that has a specific view on God you know yeah and whatever that leads that path leads me to that's kind of where I'm going I believe in Christ as like the concept of like what I was saying about Muhammad and Buddha Mm. where like they have the same character arc they believe the same things when they start out you know and like they believe in love light you know Mm. I think that's kind of where I want to see myself is like a more whole concept if that makes no, sense. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. And that's like, it's not bad. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to like ease myself into. It's not bad to feel like I need to be okay with everything. Well, that's kind of like where I'm getting at. And like, one thing I've been thinking about lately is five, like five, four or five hundred years ago, Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. Five hundred, I think. I don't know the dates exactly. I think somewhere between like four and five hundred years ago. It was like the fifteen thirties. Mm. I don't know. Sometime, yeah. long time ago, um, Martin Luther was essentially doing what we are doing now from the Catholic Church. Right. And he was seen as a heretic in his time. And I'm not even saying mm. I agree with Martin Luther, but just right. like the, it's the same concept happening over and over again, just generation by generation. And right. like I think that there's kind of always been this constant change within Christianity as a whole that I guess just goes untalked about but like and just seeing how like churches always tend to kind of grow unintentionally or intentionally maybe it's just to keep up with whatever current trends or whatever but churches all kind of just start growing together Mm. in the way that they change how they're preaching the type of music they're playing different things like changing as new generations come in, things change. I think that's something that's always happened. And it's maybe not always as severe as, like, core beliefs, but... But regardless, it keeps on moving. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it keeps changing and evolving, and, like, it's not unheard of for people to switch it up, you know? It's just we have a word for it now, and people overuse the word so much. Yeah. I'm like, I, I hate the word deconstructing now just because all it makes me think about is I'm shame. a piece of shit. Yeah, shame. Yeah. Um, but, well, yeah, like, I think, I remember back in 2005, was it 15, 2015 when gay marriage was legalized countrywide? Uh, it was like, two, yeah. I want to say it was 2015. I remember when everybody was fighting on Facebook, like they still do now. But oh, yeah. I try to block those memories out so much yeah. because I don't 
I don't like feeling like I've hurt people. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And that kind of conversation hurts people. Yep. Um, Especially because it's mostly just Christians talking yeah. to people. Kind of like yeah. they're in the room, but they can't speak for themselves. Yeah. So Christians are doing the talking. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous because, like, I remember being like, God is love. And in the Bible it says not to do this, so don't do it. And then I was like, I think about it now, and I'm like, Bethany, why didn't you think of, like, that not making sense to someone that doesn't think about the Bible yeah. in those terms? You know? And, like, it's not, it it never crosses those people's minds. Because it never crossed my mind, and I was one of those people. And, like, it's just internalized all of this shame that you put onto other people. Yeah. And thinking, why can't you be as ashamed of your sins as I am of mine? Because that's the real reason why people are point their fingers mm. at other people, is because I'm ashamed so why aren't you ashamed? Yeah. I know We're I'm all gross, different. dirty, and disgusting. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> like, I know I'm different, but I try to stay the same. Why are you different, and why aren't you trying to be just like me? I remember... Oh, wait, finish your point. No, finish you're your good, point. you're good, you're good. Uh, well, I re- so I remember a couple years back. Well, it was more than a couple. I don't remember how many years ago it was. Um when a good friend of mine came out to me mm. as a lesbian, I told her, I was like, of course I love you. I don't agree with your decisions, but I still love you. And this person did not grow up in the church, had no feelings about wanting, like she just, she didn't care, she wasn't, and she was just so like, that's fine. And yeah. I remember like, I was, I feel like in the back of my head, I was hoping that that would be the icebreaker for me to like save her soul or whatever bullshit like I had in my head at the time. And I remember like a long time later, I came back. I was like, hey, remember that time I was drunk and I said that? Like, I'm sorry. And she was like, oh, I didn't care because it doesn't affect me either way. Like, (laughs) and it just made me realize like, and I know every situation doesn't go like that. Right. And wrong or right, everyone's entitled to their opinions, but that's a really shitty thing to do. That is a very fucking shitty thing to do. That is not... That's not how Jesus treats people. He doesn't... Especially the people we're closest to, mm-hmm. that's not how you treat them. And if you see that as... If you don't see that as harmful or negative, then I think that there's evaluation to be done because right. that's even like in the case of her not caring and again having no sort of affiliation with religion in any form. Right. You don't like saying something like that to someone, just cut off again. Yeah, but it's okay because the, the, the audio. It just doesn't make sense because if your job as a Christian is to bring people to Christ, how the hell are you going to do it by starting off with... <laughs> like, I think you're probably going to go to hell for what you're doing. Yeah. I love you anyway. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. I think... Uh, so... Kayla was the first bisexual person that I had, like, interactions with. And I loved her. She was great. Um... But, like, also, like, because she was specifically not Christian, I was like, okay, well, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not even going to talk to her about that. Yeah. Um, when Kaylee had come out as bi, um, it was more, to, like, so I started deconstructing in, like, 2016 when I went on the semester trip for three months. And, like... That was like, okay, it started off, started it off, because one of the guys there was like, what would Jesus actually do in this situation? And he was talking about, like, um, like he was talking about um, uh, the, like, you know, the, the gay couple trying to With get a cake, a cake yeah. at a Christian thing. He was like, what would Jesus actually do in that situation? And so I was like, I don't know. 
And like, and he was like, that's your problem. Mm. And so I was like, okay, so I, I know what to Paul be- would do. I know what Jesus would do. I know, right? So like, um, that was kind of like the start, like, oh, okay. So that was 2016. Kaylee came out like later in 2017. So I was like, oh, okay. I was starting to like progress my ideas. Mm. Um, and I was like. All right, that's cool. And then I had, um, I started doing, like, a little embroidery and then, like, had little, like, there was this white shirt that we had because we all were in the same house and shared clothes. Um, we had a white shirt, and so I had, like, done rainbows across the shoulder, and then all of the buttons had, like, little hearts in different colors around each of the buttons. Mm-hmm. Um and like I gave that to her for Christmas and she was crying. Because like that means so much to her because she knew my views. Yeah. Like at that before at the at time. The time. Yeah. Um and like then I was like, okay, you know what? This next year, because that was Christmas, this next year I'm gonna make it a thing to love people unconditionally, right? Yeah. And then that's the year that everything changed for me, like, in my head and, like, trying to, like, deconstruct 100%. Because you can't love people unconditionally being a Christian. Yeah. Like a normal, everyday Christian. That's just impossible because you're thinking of all of the things. Like, it it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And, like, what would Jesus actually do? Like, you don't, if you don't know the answer to that question, like, right off the bat, like, it's not, it's nothing, no shame there, but, like, like, it just is a indicator that maybe should, like, love, if love isn't the answer to every question, like, what are you, like, what is yeah. it? Like, <laughs> you know? Nope, that's, like, pretty much exactly how I feel about it is that, like, it's like we're taught that, the love of Christ is the most important thing, but the way we're taught is we're taking that and putting it on the back burner and taking everything else except that as the more forward thinking, right. and the, the bigger focus, when I feel like the role should be reversed because the love of Christ is supposed to be like the cornerstone foundation right. of what we believe. And I feel like I was taught like that as that, but at the same time, just over the years, it just, it seemed like we were being told that's the cornerstone of our foundation but it's not really everything else comes first you're supposed to worry about what everyone else is doing in their lives and make sure to make that apparent that you know in that yeah. <laughs> they're not you know whatever like and then the love comes versus love coming first and I think that I think I'd say my end goal is to have a better understanding of what it like actually means to be like Jesus and love people Right. And to live a positive life, but actually bring positivity. Mm-hmm. And just thinking on, like, the negative situations I've had in my life when it comes to, like, how I've treated people or whatever. Like, grow from that and bring that forward. We are taught that the Bible is the living word of God. How can we justify not living exactly by the book? Because it's the the God-breathed. It's God-inspired. It's It's... Something that I just never understood. Like, it's just, it was never made clear to me. And I, like, I can't, I can't sit here and argue that there isn't proof outside of the Bible to prove the Bible. Because I know in forms there are. But there's certain things that I think it's such a far reach to justify believing in. Personally, I feel, I think it's dangerous to say that you are trying to live your life in love. But. Okay. This will make sense. Um, yeah. Going out, preaching out at UNF and whatever. Old pastor of ours, tons of videos on the internet. I don't even know what they're called. But being the type of Christian who goes out to public places just to slander people and tell them to their faces that they're going to hell without telling them first, that God, even just not even throwing in that Jesus loves you first, like going straight out there, like there's people that actually believe that doing that is showing the love of God because they're being blunt and they're straight to the point. But what they're really doing is just harming tons of people's lives. And they're probably not hurting people to their core as much as just taking young people. If I was a young person that was not a Christian and I was trying to walk the class or if I was out of the bar one night or whatever, 
and I see some dude standing on the curb yelling at me because I have a beer in my hand or something, I'm not going to think, oh, this is wrong, and pour it out and walk away. Right. I'm going to say, fuck that guy. Yeah. And I'm not going to ascribe to anything that he believes exactly. in. Because I don't have that mentality, and I don't want that mentality. And that may be, that's a more aggressive style of preaching. Right. Like, that's not it's something not that, preaching. luckily, that's, that's not something I grew up in, but... <laughs> That's what we see more of now, and I feel I feel like it's getting worse and worse. I see right. it on TikTok all the time, even like it's a very. Yeah. But like I think that there's an unhealthy mentality in thinking that you are righteous because you believe in God and you follow the Bible as much as you think you do. That you are, you think you're an authority, and without realizing it, you put yourself on a pedestal above the people that don't live their lives exactly like you. Right. But then you have a facade of humbleness and holiness <laughs> that you are, you're no better, and you are just a servant of God. But in reality, you're harming people's lives and ignoring the fact that you're, uh, like, you're not as good as you think you are. I don't know. Like, you know what right. I mean? I think um, that was the, like, perspective on life that I had like for a little bit there with like a certain a certain friend that we had uh that specific era of my life was just like a bible like i believe exactly it's a frenzy this. it was three or four oh days a week god. of church bible studies oh my god all we did it was it was my whole life you know like rosie yeah. hey it was my life so like of course I'm gonna have like some crazy idea of myself. I'm definitely an authority on this, or at least like I have an understanding, you know? Oh yeah? <laughs> but yeah, no, like just feeling like a superiority because, you know, like I dedicated so much time mm -hmm. to this willingly. Or like, I don't know if it was willingly, but you know mostly willingly um and like I like thought because of that it made it okay but it's not I think for a lot of it I I think it was all willing to me but like I never had the right intentions it was always well all my friends are going so I'm gonna go so I can hang out but then once we get there like and like doing things like when we did a couple times with the food drives out oh, of yeah, the off Atlantic, like things like that. Like, like I get really excited to go to hang out. We'd get there, I'd get really uncomfortable because I realized like I don't want to insert myself into all these people's lives. Like I'm 14, right. whatever. But then we're still doing a good thing, and that right. felt good. I was doing it for myself because I felt good. She wants you to play with it. She's putting it on your hand. <laughs> Rosie, the intention <laughs> is always always felt off to me like right. when we went to Baja that's the only mission trip I've been on and I like had this whole like thing that like it was gonna change my life and I was gonna be a new person and I was gonna sin less because my perspective was gonna be changed and just this really like arrogant like I'm doing such a good thing right and also I'm getting to go on a vacation I'm getting to go fly across the country and blah 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 yeah and I remember coming back like for a while, like, I kind of held on to, like, this fake mentality of being a changed person, and then right. I realized, like, I don't really feel any different, and then, like, so I went through the stages, of, like, for a while, like, oh my god, I'm so messed up, I don't feel any different, mm -hmm. I wasn't a good enough Christian, whatever, and then I, like, got even further down the thought of, like, was it even, did I even go with the intentions of bringing positivity into people's lives, or did I go because I needed that positivity boost to know that I'm a good person? Or was it just because I didn't care about those and I just wanted to go do something, you know? Like, I think that becomes a thing. I always, like, I saw with a lot of people growing up that went on mission trip every summer and stuff. And I'm not, like, speaking for anybody else because I don't know anybody yeah. else's experience. Um, but just from, because everyone's online persona is fake. So off of seeing what other people, seeing other people post their experiences and talk about their experiences, I had the understanding that, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be changed, I'm going to be different. So coming right. back, not being different, I'm like, okay, I'm either really messed up or there's something that I'm ignorant to in all of this. I don't know. I just, I've come to the conclusion that obviously having a, like, wanting to go to places and help people, like, there's good heart in that and I'm not speaking ill towards anyone right. who does that. Obviously, you spent eight years in a different country, like, <laughs> but... I don't think that... I just think that 
what's instilled in us is like how to be good Christians is very skewed and it's not very Christ like. Right. And it's also like it's very one size fits all. Yeah. Whereas like you say you don't like reading the Bible. Whereas we're only taught read the Bible. That doesn't fit you. Yep. It doesn't fit Daniel. It's not the way that you study well. You have to find what works for you. And that's the thing, like, going back to absolute truths, the way that it is one size fits all does not apply to you in that instance, mm -hmm. you know? And that's the problem with absolute truth. The idea of absolute truth yeah. is that it won't fit everyone. And so you grow up knowing that one size fits all, but all is exclusive, and that <laughs> um, people are predestined to be excluded. Yeah. And that's not Jesus. Yeah. I don't know, I'm back to that because it's so, like... Everyone learns differently, everyone teaches differently, everyone's specific and, like, <laughs> fantastically uh, different. And you have to, like, love people for their gifts and for how they interpret things. And then you see people going up alongside you, doing, seemingly doing so well. Right. And you're not but you're doing, you think you're doing all the same things, so you're like, what's wrong with me then? Mm -hmm. Like, what I used to hate so much is when people would say, like, talk about just like, oh, like, you're being in a really bad place or whatever, and, like, a song comes on the radio or you flip your Bible open to a specific verse, like, things like this. Like, that was so over-instilled in my head that I felt that if you didn't I'm supposed to be able, if I'm in a time of peril, I'm supposed to be open, be able to open the Bible and my eyes, the first verse they said on is what's gonna change my life. And <laughs> like, that I, like, the amount of times, no lie, no cap, whatever, dead ass, I used to open my Bible, <laughs> I'd open some random verse, it was always, like I always open into Psalms, right. and like, so if you pull in just like one line, it literally makes absolutely no sense <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. So you had to read the So whole like, chapter. that would always happen, and I'd sit there and like three or four times, I'd close my Bible, close my eyes, I just open it and point. And it was always some <laughs> random verse or whatever. And so, like, that, like... And I know that's, that... I don't think that was, like... That whole idea, like, I don't think that was it's supposed bad. to be a dangerous yeah. thing or whatever. But, like, for me personally, like, that genuinely, like, made me feel like something was wrong with right. me. And that I wasn't believing strong enough. Or maybe, like, the words right in front of me, I'm not reading them right. Even though everything's supposedly so cut and dry in the Bible that you're supposed right. to be able to read it and know what it means mm -hmm. and like that like was detrimental to me growing up I genuinely felt like I was severely like I was doing something wrong and I couldn't pinpoint it right as to why I can't open the bible to a random verse and have my life changed and a lot of people experience this but in specifically Calvary um they had they preached that like right as you accept Jesus into your heart sincerely and then get baptized, you're supposed to be able to like speak in tongues, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, I, I know a few people that weren't able to experience that. And I, I don't know if I exactly, because it, it wasn't a thing that I knew if I did because I was compelled to do it mm. or if it was like an actual thing. There are people that were there that are like, I'm not a Christian then or something because I can't do that. Yeah. And that like, it's detrimental to your faith because like, oh, what, what am I supposed to do? If I'm not a Christian, then why am I here, you know? And it's so... The assumptions that are simply based off of something Paul wrote, something Timothy or whoever disciple it was, the yeah. dumbass, put in there. Dumb fucks. That's who they were. They weren't Jesus. Why are you putting their words in my mouth? So God doesn't need your energy. Yeah. God doesn't need, like, he doesn't need your love. It's the other people around you that need your love that don't have God's love mm -hmm. in them. Well, I think a lot of people that... In case, like, in the with the people that I know and I've met, a lot of people that are actively not involved in Christianity, 
mm-hmm. at some point in their life experienced had an experience with another Christian that put a bad taste in their mouth right. and turned them off. I've, I've experienced that too where like there are people that have, have have a bad taste in their mouth and then you hear another Christian justifying that Christian in what they said. Yeah. You know, it's just what they believe. Whereas like no not taking accountability for what Christians actually believe. Yeah. You know? And like it's not a uh, uh intentional thing that people do that people try to just people just try to justify people that say they believe the same thing. Yeah. You know? I don't know if that's where you're going, but I wanna kind of yeah. Like, I mean like know. that's along the same lines of trying to say that Derek Chauvin isn't a murderer because he puts his life on the line so he has the right to protect himself when point blank he murdered he like he is a murderer and it's obvious but due to your set of beliefs you find justification that was kind of off like I don't know yeah I mean everyone will find justification for what they believe that's just how it's going to be and it's and like letting people deal with that I think is the most important thing that Christians can do for people that are deconstructing like what I need from the Christian community right now is just to have fun Mm -hmm. to make it appealing for me to even be in the fucking community having a community that's fun yeah that will have these deep conversations yeah like not just have an open conversation without like Minds don't have to be changed. Yeah. Minds don't not... Like, it doesn't have to be a debate. Right. It can just be a conversation about whatever. Like, it, yeah. And it's just not, like, having a friendship where it's... There aren't, like, certain walls that are kept up. Mm-hmm. So we don't become rude talking about politics. Right. Or religion whatever. or racism, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, things change. Like, one thing I've been thinking about a lot is how we've all, like, collectively kind of grown in the same way at different mm-hmm. paces. I think five years ago... If, like, if we could speak to ourselves five years ago, I would say I don't think any of us would go to a Black Lives Matter rally five years ago. Well, like, it's just that I want that type of growth where I can see that five years ago from now, I was really confused and lost and just an angry person. And I had, like, not completely different beliefs, but almost completely different beliefs in a lot of ways to where I am now. And it makes me wonder, like, five years from now, where am I going to be? Right. And, like, that's not really a conversation you can have with a lot of people like mm-hmm. at least with Christians because uh, like the normal thing is like for a Christian to see another Christian changing constantly it's like oh well they're just lost like they're confused they're right. not trusting but it's like no they're just like growing like doesn't mean you're falling away from anything it means that you're like actually taking the initiative to constantly be growing and not have the arrogant sentiment or like the arrogant mentality of I know what I believe Right. Like, I'm, nothing's going to change, and I'm not going to change. Like, How boring would life be if, at 15 years old, I had an understanding for what I believed, yeah. and at friggin' 85 years old, I nothing changed? It's so bad. What's the point of, like, yeah. that's not, like, I don't even know if there's anybody on the planet who's been in that place. Like, right. That's just not how being a people person work. works, because right. people change naturally, right. and that's not bad. Right. Exactly. And it's like, what are you doing in order to keep that? What are you hindering yourself from? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much. Any sort of water that is stagnant will die. Like, it needs to keep on going. It needs to grow. It needs to move. It needs to evaporate and, like, leave. Mm-hmm. And do the same process over and over and over again. And, like, it's just crazy like I hope that I change and I hope that there's some level of understanding that happens I don't want certainty I think that's my thing it's like I don't want to be certain of my beliefs because when you're certain of your beliefs you are less willing to change when something comes up Mm. you know yeah um so I don't want to be certain of anything I want to be able to like understand accept and then like move on or continue with it you Mm. know and start a different thing yeah because i don't want i'm like 
people are so scared of change, but change is the only thing that happens in life. Yeah. If it's, if nothing is happening, you're not, it's dead. I'd say I probably spent like the first three quarters of my life thinking pretty much like along the same lines like the whole way through mm-hmm. obviously like I learned new things and changed right. like overall I was pretty much the same person for the biggest chunk of my life and it hasn't been but the last four or five years whatever that I've actually like started having growth like being able to choose your own path too because high school and stuff like especially with you growing up in a in a Christian co-op high school thing <laughs> like you're you're you have to fit inside a mold in order to like yeah. at least be okay <laughs> and so like being able to just be to let go of all of that and just rest yeah. a little bit instead of carrying all that baggage is nice it's crazy that pe- like parents want that for their kids yeah like looking back like it's crazy for my parents well i mean it's not crazy for my parents because my parents are it's crazy that parents want everyone to be the same when they know that their kids are each individuals. Mm. Being taught that the family, a small portion or a small look at how the whole world is, right? Yeah. We're all family. We're all like, there's no divide, we're you know? All yeah, all connected. But then, like, that whole concept of like, oh, God created the heavens and the earth, He created woman he created or he a man and then woman and then like they they had the whole world but like but you know and these people wanted to do their own thing it's okay they still believe in god but it's different yeah obviously like we talked about judaism a lot right but probably until i was 15 or 16 i was never at any point formally taught like a clear understanding of why Judaism is different from Christianity. And so that, like for a long time before that, I was confused because I was just like, it seems like these people believe the same as us. Yeah. But, like, but why are they different? But why are they different? Like they're, so like they, supposedly they believe in all the, like the important things at least. Like, right. so they're not going to heaven or are they, or are they not? That's, like, what are we supposed to like, too, yeah. like, and like, I could have looked it up for myself, but like I was a freaking right. teenager, so I wasn't going to, but like there needs to be so much more openness And it has to actually come out of a place of, like, understanding instead of a place of absolute, like, this is what we believe, so we're going to instill this on you not to be gay, not to sin or whatever, because we're all sinners. We're all disgusting, filthy creatures. (laughs) As long as you're a Christian, like, you're better than everyone, kind of. (laughs) Like, they wouldn't, no one would ever say that, but, like, that's essentially what's instilled, but there's not really any room for just natural questions that come up when you're trying to form your opinions and have an understanding of something like that's always treated as being lost or not trusting Mm -hmm. or like it always goes off on well you're drinking with your friends right like it seems like you've got some some other issues (laughs) going on but like I think Christians if I were to give a Christian analogy to it Christians are like the modern day Pharisees like how people see Pharisees and being like Oh, they killed Jesus, you yeah. know? Like, Christians are killing Jesus <laughs> right now with how they act and how they are perceived. Just, Jesus is dead. <laughs> but then they act like <laughs> they don't know why it's happening, why less people are going to church. Right. Everyone's on their own path. It's not like, I feel like it's treated like to be a Christian to become a Christian you're signing you have to sign a prenup for all these like guidelines but in reality you're already in the club you should be accepted fully in the club and then just take it from there it shouldn't be like you have to once you meet all these guidelines you're part of the club and you can start saving people for yourself like it should like you love God cool you wanna come have pizza yeah exactly let's talk like just more openness and like actual openness not the fake walls put up let's hang out and not talk about anything real Mm -hmm. like deconstruction is a big topic and you can literally talk about it like all day if you wanted to because there are so many different aspects of it and so many different aspects of people's stories that it touches and it's just like it's not fair to one person or it's not fair to the whole group of people that are deconstructing to only touch on 
this the perspective that you have of it yeah you know and like i just with my experience with christians Mm -hmm. we bunch each other into groups yeah and we bunch other people into groups of or conservative christians i guess i don't know about progressive christians yeah but uh i don't know and i think that's the best way to be is like not knowing yeah for me personally having a sense of wonder and question mark rather than exclamation mark or like period yeah in my statements and questions (laughs) taking the absolute and the arrogance of i know what i think yeah what i know is that you're wrong for what you think so let me let me sprinkle some of my knowledge on you so you can be a better human like (laughs) me um yeah like one thing I'm grateful for is that I've had a lot of pastors in my life my most recent pastors are the only people I've ever like the only pastors I've ever felt like I can just like actually speak my mind to and I can just say whatever and they're like okay cool like it's not like I didn't even have to have the fear of can't make sure I can't say this around I'm like this might be a little too wild like (laughs) and I think I'm real lost or something at eight years old I'm being told if you steal you go to hell yeah. And I knew that I had stolen candy from Target that week. <laughs> and so I was shaking in my boots like I'm going to die. Like I'm going to die. Yeah. And that's like I like that's nothing compared to like things Lexi's Lexi was taught as a kid. Right. Or you probably anyone probably like it's not that wasn't even that bad like but like instilling things like that at such a young age for so many years just put me at a point where like it like just talking to a pastor put fear in me because I was like I they like it's almost like it would feel a, like when I was a kid like I felt like they probably had this superpower like they knew what I was it's thinking existential yeah, yeah like yeah seriously like <laughs> my heart would be racing and I'd be like watching every word I said making sure I didn't let slip to like something I did wrong this week or whatever and like <laughs> even though like for some reason in my head like I was like they know anyway like it's done <laughs> like that's like that's the kind of fear that I'm combating and I don't want to see anymore because like right. that's so that's unhealthy for an adult but like yeah. a kid just starting yeah. out life just yeah. starting out trying to understand what it is why their parents take them to this place every week like that's gross yeah no I saw this one um I hate saying I saw this on TikTok and it told me about something <laughs> but it did um this one girl was like do you ever feel like there are cameras watching or you're always being watched or people can hear your thoughts or mirrors? Yeah. So, um, she, she's like research has shown that people that, uh, that religious trauma involving like believing there was an omniscient power, knowing your thoughts, your mind, what's going on in your head or like always watching you, Mm -hmm. you know? that kind of stuff leads to paranoia mm-hmm. when you're older because it, it's yeah. always feeling watch always feeling like you cannot have like a certain thought without being zapped you yeah. know it's ridiculous we like so in my mom's house in our the bathroom by my room or whatever there was a big mirror sometimes i would just get like Whenever I get, like, anxious sometimes, like, it has become a thing. It still gets like this sometimes. Yeah. But, like, I have to be away from cameras or mirrors, like, because yeah. I get that feeling of, like, I am being watched. So right. I would go and I'd, like, open all the um, cabinets or whatever so the mirrors were facing the other way. And, like, i just go and just, like, stand yeah. for, like, a couple minutes, like, away from... Because it felt like I was just watched. watched yeah. And, like, it was... It's the weirdest thing ever because, like, it's a mirror. But, like, I'd, like... Right. Even sometimes, still, like, if I'm in public, sometimes I'll go, like, when I go to the bathroom, like, I read online that, like, you can tell if it's a two-way mirror, if you, like, put your finger oh, up yeah, to, you know, yeah, if there's yeah. no reflection, like, it, yeah. sometimes I still catch myself doing that, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> no, it's just to make sure, I think, sometimes, like, when I call, like, people into, like, maintenance or whatever, and then they leave, and, like, even, like, I still look, I, like, look at vents everywhere, like, cameras, mm. like, they might have it in the vents. They yeah. might have, like, placed something here. Like, just being creeped out by it and then, like, leaving my phone away from me whenever I'm, like, in the bathroom or, like, on the counter. Just, like, away from anything, hide all my jewelry and stuff, and, like, 
yeah. yeah. Because it's like anyone could be watching me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it's it becomes worse. Thankfully, it ha- like it hasn't. Yeah. But like for some people, it does, and it's. Well, I think with technology rising and like oh, yeah. hacking and things like that, like that, like created Definitely for me that created like a new Same. level of paranoia. <laughs> yeah. Um, which then like further justified my fear as a kid of like with mirrors and things like that. I oh, was yeah. always feeling like I'm being watched or whatever. Where like now with technology that like is more of a real thing right. that can happen so easily. So like it'll sometimes when I want to justify like those thoughts of like Right. And I think like it all comes back to like with what you were saying a minute ago, like that just feeling of uh omnipresence. Yeah, omnipresence. Um I think it like it's something that started with that and is now like it's progressed to a point of like I have like real physical explanations for this being a thing now. So right. like then my feelings are justified and it's all real and then I spiral <laughs> and I'm like ah. Yeah. Oh man. It's crazy. It's just wild. No and like like thankfully it's just like for me it's just in theory. It isn't it hasn't manifested or is like real yet. Like, I have friends that, like, disassociate. Because I disassociate Mm. all the time. But, like, friends that disassociate and then they question it and they're like, is this real? Yeah. Like, and, like, is this, like, am I, am I here? Like, and then they have to, yeah, they have to, like, my name is blank. I live here. I am currently here. And like they're I like you see it in their eyes the complete terror yeah. or like dis like of not understanding like what is going on, and it's like I have a very minor, very like I can like zone out, disassociate, and then it be twenty minutes and I'm like, yeah, here it I am. Hits you mental states are so fragile fragile and like put religious shame and all of that on top of it and you have a problem waiting to happen yeah which is why you have pastors that go off the go off the deep end quote unquote but they're just being human you know they're just being human and like there are people that do abusive stuff which is not not okay there's no Humans. justification in any of it but like when you're held to such a higher standard yeah. and like you're not supposed like you making a mistake is detrimental to your whole life because yeah. it means your job all of these people that yeah. look at you as like higher like that all falls and like again there's no justification to mm-hmm. what some of these guys are getting into but like what do you expect to happen like maybe like yeah maybe I in my head it wouldn't be as disturbing but like we're all people that are just going to make mistakes there's no fighting that right but instead we put it in a little box and pretend it doesn't exist exactly